Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. Yes, indeed, Bloomberg Markets on this Friday afternoon. Carol Masler, my co-host Corey Johnson, just off on this Friday. Coming up, we're going to talk about uh, all of the index and the massive move into indexes, particularly from the S&P and what it is kind of doing to some of the names in that index and maybe some of the companies being left behind. It's interesting. So stick around for that. Let's get back to your top business stories and let's get back to uh, trading. Charlie Pellet. All right. I thank you very much, Carol Master. 29 minutes to go ahead of the close on this Friday. Looks like an up week, a down Friday, though. This update brought to you by National Realty Managers of New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Florida Cash Flow Real Estate. Offering safe, high-yield cash flow property units. See them at nria.net. Stocks move lower. The euro climbed to its strongest level against the dollar since January of 2015 as investors assessed an investigation into President Trump that may stall his economic agenda. The S&P is down four now at 2469. That is a drop of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 52, also a drop of two-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ tumbling 10, down two-tenths of one percent. Tenure up 630 seconds, yield there 2.24 percent. Gold up 910 the ounce to 12.54 up 7 tenths of 1%. West Texas intermediate crude down $1.28 a barrel to 45.63, a drop there of 2.8%. Microsoft's turnaround plan got back on track in the latest quarter, lifted by rising sales of internet-based software and services. Shares are trading lower, they're down 1.3%. Mark Mortler is an analyst at San Francisco Bernstein. He's got an outperform rating on the stock. We've seen a big change over the last couple of years, specifically as it relates to Microsoft, which was a company that most people didn't like, um, to a company that is highly owned across the street. Um, and so you got to blend that within it. The mindset is, look, this is a value company that's got growth within it. You've got a commercial cloud business growing 52% year over year. That's $15 billion in revenue, going to be north of 20. And General Electric out with earnings today. Shares lower. GE down 3.1%. Again, recapping here, gold up 9.10. The ounce up 7 tenths of 1%. S&P down 3, a drop there of 2 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg business. Thank you so much, Charlie Pellet with a Bloomberg Business News Flash right here on Bloomberg Radio. Listening to Bloomberg Markets, and with uh, so much index going on and investors pouring money into index funds, some names are getting left behind, which uh, leads us to our next guest. He's a friend of Bloomberg, Charlie Bobrinskoy, Vice Chairman, Head of Investment Group at Aerial Investments, some $11.8 billion in assets under management. Charlie joins us uh, on the phone in Chicago. Hi. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm um, great, thank you. You know, I've been watching too, uh, kind of this massive move into indexes. To me, it feels like a very crowded trade. Everybody's kind of trading, uh, uh, you know, moving into it. And I just, I, I don't know, makes me a little suspicious. Um, you're watching it too. Yeah, we are absolutely watching it. Uh, it. It makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. Watching your fees is a very important part of investing. And indexes funds uh, have lower fees than active funds. But it's not uh, perfect. And one of the major problems that we saw with index funds 
we saw in a big way in 2001, 2002, is that when money flows into an index fund like the S&P 500, it buys stocks indiscriminately based on their weights. And so money doesn't go into every one of the 500 stocks. It goes into the biggest stocks disproportionately. And so what you get is you get momentum, that the stocks that have already gone up get bought more, and it feeds on itself. And that's what we saw in 2002 and 2003. It worked wonderfully until it doesn't. And then there can be a pretty bad reversal. So, uh, and you've, I know specifically are highlighting some of the big tech names where we've seen, you know, tremendous moves up in those names. When you look at the fundamentals, Charlie, because I'm assuming you do, uh, you know, despite the run up and despite everybody kind of running into this trade, um, fundamentally, does it not make sense, the run up that we've seen in the names of like Amazon, Microsoft, or an Apple? Yeah, so the, the, uh, these are good companies that have a lot going on, but uh, the valuations have just gotten unreasonable. So some of the names you've mentioned are trading at more than 100 times earnings. So Netflix is trading at 160 times forward earnings. Amazon is trading at 150 times forward earnings. Uh, Microsoft, that you and I have talked about for years, mm-hmm. was trading at 11 times earnings in 2010. Now it's trading at 22 times earnings. So these are great companies. I'm not denying that, but I think they've gotten expensive. What do you like better? What's cheaper? That's got some well, you know, it's good value play, yeah. So uh, one of the things you do is you say, all right, who has not been helped by this move into index funds? And there are some stocks that aren't in the indexes that we think are very cheap because of it. So our favorite name to talk about is KKR. Uh, and every time a mutual fund loses money, someone takes their money out of a mutual fund and puts it into an index fund, they're – they're selling, on average, some KKR, some Lazard, some Blackstone, and they're buying more Microsoft and Amazon. And so we think the result of that is that KKR and Lazard and Blackstone, none of which are in the indexes because they're uh, not C-Corps, those stocks have gotten very cheap relative to their intrinsic value, while the big tech stocks have gotten overpriced. So having said that, um, Charlie, because I'm just looking at the HDS function, the holdings function on the Bloomberg. Aerial Investments as a whole looks like they did some selling of KKR at the end of March. Um, that is just what? Because the position became too big or something? Because you're, you're saying that there's value there, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I think we're now the fourth largest owner of KKR, so we may have sold a little. Yeah. But the fund that I run, the Focus Fund, hasn't sold any stock we now have over a 5% position in KKR. We are definitely putting our money where our mouth is on this thing. What's interesting, too, is I feel like what you're saying it plays to a kind of a, a bigger, broader uh, thinking out there, or maybe should be a bigger, broader thinking, is that if people do tend to chase those names that have run up and you miss some stocks, some opportunities, some companies, some investment ideas, that actually makes some sense. Right. So so what's going on right now is kind of momentum magnified. People, as you just said, are buying what has worked. What has worked, by definition, becomes a bigger part of the market cap of the index. And so new money that goes into the index buys more of what's already worked. That's called momentum investing. And when momentum investing is working, it works. It tends to keep working until it doesn't. And then the reversals. (laughs) can get ugly. 20 seconds left here. Do you like the stock market right now, though, in general, considering the move up? 
Yeah, so when you say the market, you got to talk about all kinds of stocks, and right. there are very different stocks in this market. But we would say the S&P, probably somewhere between fairly valued and a little bit overvalued, certainly right. not cheap at these levels. All right, we're going to leave it on that note. Hey, have a great weekend, Charlie. Thank you. Uh, Charlie Berberinskoy, he's vice chairman, head of investment group at Aerial Investments. They've got some $11.8 billion in assets under management, and Charlie joined us on the phone from Chicago. Quick check on the markets for you folks, and we still have the Dow down about 54 points, the S&P off three, and the Nasdaq just about 10 points lower. This is Bloomberg. Let's get another check on your latest world of national news headlines. We've got Adrian Mitchell in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Adrian. Carol, Sean Spicer is out and financier Anthony Scaramucci is in at the White House. Press Secretary Sean Spicer has resigned. Scaramucci debuted as communications director at a rare on-camera White House briefing this afternoon. He was asked if he's committed to a transparent relationship with the press. I obviously am committed to being transparent because I'm standing here, but I'd like to talk that over with with the, the president. And we have a new press secretary. I'd like to talk it over with her. And then we'll get back to you on that. But I, you know, listen, you know, I'm standing right here. I'm going to try to answer every question. Scaramucci denied any friction with Spicer. The New York Times reports Spicer disagreed strongly with the president's pick. As the special counsel's Russia probe expands, one top Democrat warns President Trump should not try to fire him. Senator Ron Wyden says ousting Robert Mueller would prompt a serious response. If the president was to fire Bob Mueller without cause, that would be an attack on the rule of law. That would be an attack on our democratic institutions. I think the Congress has got to meet that with a very serious uh, response. And I think uh, the Congress ought to look at all available options at that point. Wyden didn't say what those options might be. Trump is shaking up his legal team responding to the Russia probe. John Dowd is replacing Mark Kasowitz as lead attorney. Dowd tells BuzzFeed there have been no discussions about the president's pardon power. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Adrian Mitchell.